The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play That's right. We all the songs we pick, we both truly love and adore those songs. I'm sure and, all of you do appreciate these artists because we hear from you regularly about how much you love this or that artist or how much this song really reminded you of a time in your life when you heard it. That was really cool. Yeah, but we even love up to date, you. you know. If, uh, sorry, mate. Even if you you look at the artists now that are playing like um, Childish Gam Gambino, right? What an amazing song, but disturbing. And, you know, with the, I have to say it with the gun violence that is going on in our country, particularly to have an artist again, that is willing to confront that and to make people aware of it. That yeah. Steve's, awesome. Steve's talking about childish Gambino's song. This is America. And I got to agree. It's, it really doesn't feel like a song to me. It feels like, a, such an important message. Music is barely the platform. In fact, the video is full of all sorts of visuals that I'll go ahead and tell you. It's shocking, but it's intentionally shocking to try to wake people up, make them aware of real problems that we, we are facing in America today. And even though it was 2018, it's still very relevant today. The imagery, the symbolism, there's, um, there's a lot going on in the video visually that has specific symbols and i'll go ahead and add a video to our playlist that i found that helps walk you through and explain what you're seeing especially if you're not from america you might not understand all of the bits and pieces he's calling out but we've got a bit from this and i want to play it for you for this is america and this this song goes through these passages that are dramatically different so i've dovetailed two of the passages close together to give you a sample so that we can't play the whole song of course but you get some idea and I encourage you to go out, listen to it, support this artist. And for sure, you know, listen to that message. It's, it's powerful. Amazing. Yeah. Here you go. Absolutely. This is Childish Gambino from 2018 with This Is America. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Yeah, yeah. Don't catch you slipping now. Hey. Don't catch you slipping now. Hey. Look what I'm whipping up. Hey. Look how I'm kicking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. Yeah. On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. You know, the message I get from that song, listeners, and you, mate, the Yank, is what he's saying, I think, and I believe, is people 
and human beings are so much more important than contraband or money. And what people do with guns to end life for those two temporary things in life and to, to take a brother or sister just for that gain, I think it's appalling, ridiculous, shameless, evil, and terrible. But that's my opinion. Steve suggested this song for the for the show, and I was blown away. So I'm probably going to talk more about this song than I do any others because, yeah, I agree. The big message here is we value the wrong things, and part of the reason we do is the media kind of condition us to place a value on things that we don't realistically interpret. Gambino alternates between representing America as an idea and America at its worst such as like shocking violence or using entertainment to distract your mind from things that are going on. And he's calling out black culture stereotypes at the same time. There's a lot of hidden symbols in this video, and that's why I will add one to our playlist for you to view. So, for example, he's wearing, in the, he's wearing the pants that are a style used by Confederate soldiers in the American Civil War. He has two gold chains on his neck, and one represents the human bondage of slavery, and the other, the lure of consumerism. This is all really intentional in the video. The dance scenes all have something going on behind the scenes, like a body being dragged away, a pale horse and a rider that symbolize the apocalypse. And at the end, as he's running away, it's really a symbol of him seeming to break out of the trance that he was in. And he's awakened to reality, and he's now running from what America wants to make of him. It's very powerful. I will say, it can be pretty shocking, too, because the way it's edited is intentional to really, really raise your awareness. But it is worth watching. Unbelievable. You know what? You, should, you make a great storyteller, mate. I couldn't have said it in those words for the life of me. I, I must admit, Yank, that was brilliantly said. Oh, and, thanks, and, man. No, I, I mean read it. books for money. Not, yeah, well, <laughs> I think you do that on the side too, don't you? That's okay. You, you can tell our audience you got another gig too. Which you is, know what? I do want to take a moment and talk about my other gig because one of the things I'm working on, and this will probably take a while to happen, I'm going to be doing a TEDx talk. And one of my themes about the TEDx talk is really relevant to this episode, which is when we're with another person and we really interact with them and we don't let ourselves be distracted. We can learn a lot from what other people are willing to tell us, and we can understand more what it's like to be them if we're able to put ourselves in their position and imagine it. And sometimes these music videos do the same thing by giving us imagery that helps us get into that moment. I wasn't alive in the 50s, but watching We Didn't Start the Fire, I really kind of got a sense of a more realistic interpretation of it than the what television and pop culture gave us from that decade. Amazing. All right, let's move on. So, All right. What would you like to do videos. next, Steve? I think we should do something more uplifting about, like, nuclear bombs and things exploding. And Yay, nuclear war! <laughs> <laughs> to be aware of those nuclear plants and, you know, the Russian plant that people can't go near because of what happened. It's still out there, but let's don't let it spoil our fun. Let us just be aware of it. And I think... Loof balloons, is it Loof ninety nine? Nina, that's right. Yeah, ninety nine Luft balloons. And until you pointed it out to me, I didn't know that's what it was about. But now that I've looked into it with uh, more depth, 
You're right. That's what it's about, right? That's 99 red balloons to y'all Americans. <laughs> this song was released in English and in German, and the German version was actually went really high on the American pop charts, which is surprising because Americans typically want their stuff in English. So it's it's a key to the success. But one of the things we touch on with more than one song from the 80s is we spent a lot of the 80s really terrified that a nuclear war could happen because we realized after all of the buildup from the 50s where the Cold War created tensions and the fear that there could be an atomic bomb and then in the 60s the same and then 70s we start getting into nuclear warfare and global intercontinental ballistic missiles and in the 80s it's computers controlling the missile systems and so all of this the story of 99 red balloons is the this young couple innocently go out buy a bunch of balloons and release them up into the air because they think it's beautiful and it triggers early warning automated systems that then launch missiles and start a start a nuclear war <laughs> I love so here this song. I'll, I'll play a bit of it and stop talking <laughs> good thank goodness for that oh hooray Jeez, uh, the yank <laughs> no hopefully he'll come back and listen to his people from 1983, here's Nina with 99 Red Balloons. 99 decisions tree. 99 ministers made to worry, worry, super scary. Call the troops out in a hurry. This is what we Hey, mate, you're a Prince fan, right? He's a genius. I was, bless his heart. God rest his soul. Didn't he do a, a song, 1999, which was about bombs too? And He did, and he did another one before that. Before we get to that, I want to share one little thing with our, our listeners too. For 99 Red Balloons, in that video... Nina are wandering through a Dutch military training camp and the Dutch army are providing all the fires and explosions to tell that story of a war while they perform on a stage. And near the end of the video, there are some bits where the band leave the stage and they run for cover. And that's real. They became terrified that the explosions were getting out of control and they started running for their lives. It's really heavily edited out. You can you can kind of catch it in a couple of clips, usually right around the bit where they're saying, everyone's a superhero, everyone's a Captain Kirk, which I thought was a great line. I love it. Yeah, that's that is unbelievable. That's amazing. But, don't but yeah, worry, before folks. 1999, where we were going to party like it's 1999, because everybody got a bomb we're all we could all die any day prince did a song called ronnie talk to russia off of the album controversy yes he did and so i actually thought this was a great way because we've all heard 1999 we know that one i'm going to play a little bit of ronnie talk to russia for you and see what you think that's awesome i love prince Dead, you forget to me, jump, forget to me. 
I like it. It's amazing. You know what? To come back to the theme of our episode, that was 1981, and Ronnie did talk to Russia. Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev got together. They sat down. They talked. Things kind of cooled down again, and things got easier. And I know right now, things are not very easy between the U.S. and Russia. It's a little tense. But it still reminds me that eventually we'll get there. We'll get to a point where we can cool things down again because at the end of it all, nobody wants the kaboom. Nobody wants that kaboom sound that we have at the end of Ronnie Talk to Russia. Yeah, and you're so right. Throughout history, we've all been aware of that. And being a baby boomer and uh, living a few years in California as a kid, I remember going to school and everybody duck going to those desks and you go, what's going on, you know? You know, you look back, it's like the dark ages, but in the space of time, you know, it's only 50 years ago. You know what I mean? Those must have been some pretty badass school desks if they had the ability to create a perfect shield from nuclear radiation and keep you safe. Well, you had to close your eyes, too, so you wouldn't see the blast. They wouldn't blind you, you know? Yep. But, you know, like we say in England, don't worry, folks. It may never happen, and it hasn't happened. And God forbid it ever does. So, you know, just have to pray and hope and for peace. All right. And there isn't much on the history of Ronnie Talk to Russia on the internet, mostly because the song wasn't a hit, but it's also short at about two minutes long. It's not lyrically very complex, and it's pretty obvious. Ronnie talked to Russia before they blow up our world. So I feel like if you could if you could define this song quickly, you could say, think of Sting's song Russians, and then distill the message to five seconds or less, give it an espresso shot, swap the strings for keyboards, and you've got Ronnie talked to Russia. That's right. Another great artist you just mentioned, Sting, too. It's... I mean, the words are spectacular in it, and it's a spectacular song. I don't know. Do you have that lined up, that song? In your- I am glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I do. I did not have a snippet together, so I'm going to have to try to pull this directly. Um, give me right. just a second. My tabs are refreshing. But oh, yeah, the, that came off of the album Dream of the Blue Turtles. Is that yes. your favorite Sting album? I, I think it was the launch to his fantastic career that he brought out over the years. And that was the one that determined what a great solo artist he was outside of the police. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think. And once again, an incredible artist that wants to talk about today's issues. But that's what we're talking about here, folks. We're talking about remarkable artists that really wanted to think about what's going on in the world, but to do it with fantastic music. But I'm not going to talk as much as this guy, the yank next to me. So um, if you if you got a little bit of that, that would be wonderful. The live version or the uh, uh, the version that we used to watch on uh, MTV, buddy. Here's the album version that you remember from the MTV days, and I'll try to find a I'll try to pop into a particular part of the song. Here we go. Russians love 
powerful song, man. Is that incredible or what? Just yeah, and you know what I I like about it is it's probably it's probably pretty easy as an American in the 1980s to go hoorah, Red Dog, those Russians are all bad guys. Sting doesn't just jump in one camp. He he gives that memorable line of Mr. Khrushchev says we will bury you, a reference to when Khrushchev was banging his shoe on the podium and shouting that he would destroy America. But he also says, Mr. Reagan says, we will protect you. I don't subscribe to that point of view. He doesn't trust anybody in particular. He doesn't take sides with that. And that's really something we have to keep in mind, too, is that we can't necessarily trust everybody in power to do everything that they need for us. We need to recognize that humans aren't perfect. And at the same time, we don't always get exactly what we're told from politicians in any country. Oh, yeah. And we only know what we're told. You know, what's behind the scenes, who knows? Hey kids, time to go for now. But don't forget, you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter. And you can stop by our YouTube channel, where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons. So you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. 